and welcome back to the Thunder Rooster Podcast. My name is Rowan. I'm Paul. And uh, just want to start out by saying thank you to everybody who's been uh, checking out the videos, all that subscribed, and all that has left a review on our Apple podcast. Uh, we thoroughly enjoy all the support you've been giving us, and we thank you for it. We appreciate um, it, guys. Thank you. Today we are going to be talking about, I guess, a paranormal slash conspiracy yeah. topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, our topic today is Helltown, Ohio. Um, Helltown has quite the reputation behind it. Uh, it's definitely one of those things where, as you're reading about it, you're, you're really kind of digging up these earthly treasures of myths and lore. And <laughs> The place is called Helltown. Right, exactly. Just off the bat, that should make you think. Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to lie. As we were looking it up and everything, there's so much stuff in there. I mean, it's a a dark, foreboding place where ghosts, cults, and serial killers lurk. <laughs> An entire town cursed. Cursed from the beginning. And frighteningly dangerous after night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll give you a little, um, I'll read you off a little, uh, short explanation of Helltown, um, little location in history, shall we say. So Helltown is a nickname given to the northern part of Summit County. The areas most often associated with Helltown legends are Boston Township and Boston Village, as well as portions of Sagamore Hills and Northfield Center Townships. These areas are often combined into one large region, which is commonly referred to as Boston Mills. Uh, it was settled in 1806. Boston stands as the oldest village in Summit County. The first mill was built in the village in the early 1820s. Several years later, the construction of the Ohio and Erie Canal brought more people to Boston, and over the next few decades, mills began to flourish in the area, most notably a paper mill. When a railroad station was constructed in the town in the early 1880s, the station was named Boston Mills in reference to the paper mill. In the late 1960s, a nationwide movement began to express concern over the destruction of our forests. In response, President Ford signed legislation in 1974 that enabled the National Park Services to purchase land and use it to create national parks on December 27, 1974. Hundreds of acres of land, including some within the township of Boston, were officially designated as National, <laughs> national Recreation Area. Wow. I need a drink. <laughs> Say it three times fast. National Recreation Area. National Recreation <laughs> Area. <laughs> Many people did not realize the legislation gave the federal government the power to use the right of eminent no domain to acquire land from private owners in order to clear the way for National Park. But almost immediately after the bill was passed, the government began purchasing houses throughout the Boston Township and surrounding areas. Once the government decided to buy a property, they were there was no negotiation involved. The owners were forced to relocate. Residents began leaving in droves, and entire townships were swallowed up by the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. These events were so tragic that they were featured in the 1983 PBS documentary For the Good of All. Perhaps the general feelings of the displacement homeowners were best summed up summed up in the statement found 
scrolled across the wall of a vacated home. Now we know how the Indians felt. No, the hell you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Back off. But anyways, that's just a short little kind of thing. I Mm -hmm. had to kind of read there for this because I can spin it in so many ways, but after all the research I've done, it's all the same shit. So (laughs) that's the reason why I decided to read that. Poorly, I might add. (laughs) But (laughs) But anyway, so we had the uh, fortunate opportunity to take a look at uh, Helltown. Helltown's like right in our backyard. Yeah, essentially. It's not very far from us. Uh, Paul actually lives in Summit County, and I live in the county north of that. And uh, yeah, we just uh, went, we made two trips, and both were very different trips. Yes, (laughs) different feels. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I got to admit that. So today it was what? Probably like 65, 68 degrees. Perfect. Nice and sunny. Mm -hmm. Well, the first time we went out there, which was just a couple days ago, uh, it was snowing. And it was like the hills have eyes. Yeah. It was literally what we walked into. Ash was falling. Yeah, not snow, ash. Yeah. But (laughs) I don't know. There's so many lore and myths about the area. Uh, There's a crybaby bridge, which I'm sure every every place has their own crybaby bridge. You know, you're supposed to go out there at night, turn your car off and lock or get out of your car and whatnot. And it supposedly turns itself back on. And there's like little handprints and stuff on the car afterwards. No, but uh, (laughs) no, this in particular crybaby bridge is relatively new. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, even while we were filming our rooster travel video, which I guess it's out of the bag now. We're doing a rooster travel. Rooster travel. <laughs> Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> I believe in you, Ron, Mister Burgundy. But yeah. Uh, so it's a newer bridge, and while we were filming our episode, um, you know, it just it was too new. Like there was no real point of really highlighting the area because it's like. Okay, but this is horseshit. So there but, didn't feel like any there was any nostalgia involved with it. It was just Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was all like newer concrete and everything. Yeah. But I did find that there were like three other crybaby bridges mm-hmm. just when the, within that township area. Yeah. Um we tried to go to one of them. <laughs> went on a really ridiculous out of the way loop to go right back to where we were, which my frustration is further expressed in that video. There was and a lot of there was a lot of sorrow on that little trip. <laughs> it was interesting to say the least. Hence the mother of sorrows church. <laughs> uh there was another one that was out by the the paper mill area and it was just too far of a it, it, it's not that it was too far, it was a mile away from the paper mill area, but it was just really dense woods like it didn't even look like it was uh, like we were able to actually successfully get there with, no. without like a machete or something. Yeah. <laughs> Or a lawnmower, <laughs> something or another. Your pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this area, it didn't feel at all as creepy as it was made out to be. The only time it was ever really creepy was when we went to the Stanford house. And right behind it is like the beginning of the Stanford Trail. And that was just creepy because of the the snow and that was what was creepy because yeah. we got we got to the like basically where it dead ends mm-hmm. and obviously it was like you know the 
fictitious point of the road to hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, we were outside and when that snow was coming down, that was what was more frightening or scary versus what it was today. Yeah. So the road to hell is essentially Stanford road. Uh, as soon as you get into uh, Boston, Ohio, right. which is AKA Helltown, um, there's literally like hardly anything to it. It's like, You've got a few little buildings set up, a lot of like park area, which that's what it was intended to be. Right. But you've got like an old gas station that basically just kept up with just to look cute and historical, really. And then Pure. you go down Stanford Road and it it's a little windy road. It takes you up to where the Stanford house is and like a really old barn. But if you keep going... It takes you to, you know, the road close signs, which you'll see all over the place if you search Helltown. And past that is really just a decrepit road. There was really nothing on it. Now, there were a bunch of houses that were boarded up. Mm-hmm. They're all gone. Paul and I had the uh, the luck of seeing some old abandoned structures like a, a barn. Two of them, actually. Yeah. And we checked those out pretty well. And, you know, you go up further down Stanford Road. Uh, no creepy stuff on this journey. <laughs> Not yet. But uh, you get up to the top of the hill there and you've got the end of the world road, which they call it because it's a giant steep hill. And if you're driving really fast up this hill, you're going to launch yourself <laughs> off of the hill a little bit. Griswold. Yeah, exactly. And... <laughs> You know, we went down the hill, everything, you'll see it in the, our travel video further on. And even the cemetery when we were going around, like, that oh, was yeah. really, really narrow, too. Yeah, exactly. And that was creepy. <laughs> it was a big sign that says, vehicles off grass. I was like, I think my SUV might be a little too big for this road. <laughs> they didn't really design that when uh, Ford Explorer came out. <laughs> yeah. So, I think there's, I'm sure you can tell some disdain in my voice and my character over this this whole episode and it's because you know all the stuff that you read about it the supposed like paranormal stuff over it or there's even a documentary that could easily fool somebody yeah let's talk about that documentary for a moment or or maybe at the next break yeah we'll get we'll get into that because we have to we have to share our opinions about that but um yeah it's just all bullshit like (laughs) I get no creepy vibes whatsoever throughout the entire place. Uh, it's really beautiful. I can understand why they would want to preserve this this area for na- being a national park because mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. Right. Especially if somebody living in the city all the time. You need a little piece of Tranquility? <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah. You could find any spot in that place. Uh, me, me and Paul did some... Did some walking today. Let me tell you, <laughs> how many steps did we end up getting? We were we were over. Uh, so by the time we finished, I mean we were just a little over ten thousand just for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and we could have done more if we really really wanted to. Yeah, but the thing of it was, we covered everything that we wanted. I I put out a map. I covered some points. We went out to where the old Kretschke dump was, which <laughs> has a lot to do with the conspiracy behind why they shut it down. Yeah. So the Kretschke dump was basically kind of put up as a really bad dump that they used to dump chemicals and stuff in by like large companies and they would just 
put hazardous waste in this place. When the uh, area became uh, secured over the National Park Service, they ended up cleaning it up. And it took years and years. I'm talking like, pretty sure it was like two decades before they fully got it all cleaned up. And we went out there and you can definitely tell where the stump was located. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot of plant growth. The grass looks dead. Yeah, basically dead. But I mean, it's like all yellow and stuff. But that could change later on in the summer. But, you know, it definitely looks different than the rest of the area. So I will say that they did a good job of cleaning it up because you can't tell there's any dump there. I mean, the only thing really that they have a couple big ass drums for something. I don't know what, but we got that on video as well. But I don't know. I'm a little upset about this uh this Hilltown topic now. We got all excited about it because you know there was so much surrounding it. And I'll, I'll explain my thoughts when we get in our <laughs> second break or our second yeah. segment. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally was uh not expecting kind of what the results we got. Yeah. But yeah, we'll go ahead and take a quick short break and uh we'll be back with uh more on the Hilltown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Paul and I are going to get into this documentary that's called Helltown. It was featured on the Travel Channel mm-hmm. on a thing called Destination, Destination America. America. Yes, it was. Paul, take it away, sir. Want <laughs> <laughs> we go guns blazing right now? Yeah. Okay. The fucking documentary was a fraud. Yep. Now, and I'm being personal, and this is true, I watched, I was doing, obviously, some investigating like we do on all of our shows, and really, the first thing that I came across, I was like, you know what, this person says they debunked this, and you know what, I'm going to give it a watch. That's all I needed to do, Mm -hmm. because it was a two-parter, Yeah. and then I'll I'll break our our time, so if you want to mention a couple things, but the whole point of this documentary was to say, look... There were legends that happened at Helltown, mm-hmm. you know, supernatural things, uh, ghosts and just hardship and everything that happened, a chemical spill, all these things that were deterrent to make this place just one living piece of hell. And it was all fake. And one of the first plotted parts, which turned out to be fake was and if anybody has seen this documentary it was very entertaining and they try to promote the shit out of this thing and i remember every day nine days till Helltown comes out yeah so the first thing that i end up seeing it's like okay they had a professor from uh, tri-c who basically <laughs> said that he actually taught a course in forensic something or other yeah so the person who was trying to debunk the situation literally looked at the time when this documentary was made and went to Tri-C's website and looked up to see what kind of classes this professor was teaching. Mm-hmm. He didn't exist. Yeah. That's the first fucked up one. Well, we got 
course that didn't exist. And it was we don't got, like what a professor of folklore and yeah, it was like something like that. And it's like, oh, that's bullshit. And then they find out the guy's a fucking actor <laughs> on another channel. He's got long hair. He's got short hair in this. I'm like, okay, well, this is really starting to pan out very he's good. Playing the same kind of college professor role in a mermaid documentary. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, we're we're going right down the good path of that. So here's the funny bright side of this whole thing is. <laughs> Leading up to this, <laughs> Paul was yeah buying into this hook, line, and sinker the entire time. I had already seen the bullshit, so <laughs> I was just letting him roll with it. Yeah. I was waiting till now, so, so which little, is another reason why I'm a little sourpuss right now, because <laughs> he found out, like... <laughs> He's like, kind of took my thunder out and of the And I didn't fun try to, because, he's, because the point was, it's like, I'm sitting there watching this stuff, and I'm like talking about this with my wife, and I go... Oh my god, we're covering Helltown. I'm gonna break Ron's heart when I tell him that this whole thing's a fucking phony. <laughs> and she's just like, I I don't know what to tell you, babe. I was like, do I say something to him? I'm literally gonna tell him that this has all been bullshit. He's all like, I'm gonna break his little heart. I did see that. I was like, we've been we've been so pumped about taking this trip out there. And literally I watched it the other night. I'm like, okay, the professor's not real awesome how about the fucking army guard that tells his fucking story that was made up too yep it's pretty bad I'm not gonna lie and there was no chemical spill nope no well, well they want to inf- they want it inf- wasn't as as bad as they made it up to be yeah they were yes, saying like this- the the dump area did yeah, get the- contaminated and they did need to clean yeah it but it wasn't toxic avengers right okay exactly <laughs> there's no uh python that got yeah fucking there's mutated no there's or- no mutated python there's no, no mutated about these, people these stupid there. bear sightings and shit and like again they go down the registry and there's no fucking bear sightings in summit county at this point in time I don't even know if we have bears out this way. I don't think we do, but like, you know how these videos came across? Yeah. Then it was the, you know, the... Uh, the Windigo. The Windigo, sorry. <laughs> the Windigo. And then they were like, oh, they see this tunnel, and, and they're in the nighttime in Boston Park, and mm-hmm. they see, you know, an entity. It could be a ghost or a goblin, and it's like, it's nothing. Well, the thing about it is, if you are wise to technology at all, or know anything about video and like well, live now, streaming yeah, and stuff like that. Especially when this was released, there's no way there could have been any kind of clear image video like that at that time that was cloud-based off of a live stream type thing like they portrayed it to be. I mean, this stuff was, I mean, I hate to say it, but like, <laughs> if you fall for it, you're kind of asking to fall for it, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry I can be gullible at times, Ron. It's okay. I'm sure we all can be. We need a little gullible in our lives here and there. Shut up, Ron. <laughs> but yeah, it's exactly that. And I was really pissed. Just pissed. Yeah. But no, I I just thought it would be interesting to take Paul out there having him believe everything. <laughs> not, and to then... me- not to mention the documentary, we were introduced to like the you know, the guy who's got the public access TV channel and he's like, I right, look, I got a whole volume of tapes. They're all in order. Oh. Everything's been documented. Of course they had a conspiracy guy on there that yeah. looked like he was totally out of his mind. And he was another fucking crisis actor, paid actor. It's like nobody found no underground bunker for the government. I mean, this was all an elaborate hoax. Crisis actor. <laughs> he was his pretty much <laughs> all right so another thing we'll get into yeah. um about helltown 
there are two churches there. One seems to be abandoned, which is actually right down the street from yeah. where, you know, Stanford Road is and mm-hmm. everything. So I would consider that Hilltown. Right. Okay. There's nothing creepy about this church. It's just an abandoned church. It looks old, but right. Just- but it's not like out in the middle of nowhere no. and like. It's not looking like it's rotted or anything like that. It doesn't look like there's some dark deeds going on there. No, it just looks like it's old. But something I thought that really kind of pissed me off was the fact that this whole satanic church that they proclaim (laughs) that has like upside down crosses and stuff on it, which you can clearly see looking at any picture of this, they're not upside down crosses. They're pieces of wood that cross each other, but it's like an architectural thing. It's not like actual crosses now if you took a cross by itself like what's on top of the steeple of this church if you had those upside down also on the building okay there's some credence to the story even so you're just going to chalk it up to goth architecture right well the thing i don't understand because <laughs> about- somebody might look at disagree and go that, that's an upside down cross and you're like no, no no that's that's garth architecture See, i don't understand the upside down cross thing as being like an evil signature because the whole upside down cross thing stems from the bible where um i think it was judas was getting um he was going to be crucified but because jesus was crucified as well he felt he didn't have the nobility or honor to be crucified in that way so they had him hang upside down so in a way it was saying like i'm not worthy to die like christ did kind of thing so interesting I don't. That's why I don't get the whole upside down crossing. I think people just think it's evil, but because they don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Anyway, so they make this whole thing out. You can look at all the images and stuff online. You go there. It's in a community, and it's two miles away from where Helltown's supposed to be. It is a trip, and because of this guy's little GPS and his uh, navigational skills. We went on a half an hour detour making a circle to come let's, right back where we let's were. Let's hold that thought, sir. <laughs> let's hold that thought right there. Okay. No, 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 no. Let's hold that thought right there. How about we save it for the no, video? No, 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 no. We're going to wait. <laughs> You're not going to put me on hold like that. I put the address into the church mm-hmm. on Google Map. Now, maybe we don't need to use uh, Google Map no more. No. Nope. But I literally kept it on there. We followed the young lady's voice. Yep. Paul had nothing to do with that. It was Paul's decision to use Google Maps. <laughs> when we he goes, he goes, perfectly put, good he, goes hey, he goes, hey, put in the put in the address. I normally use Google Maps. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you got him. It was kind of funny just sitting there going fast and turn left. It was it was funny. And it came we we actually it wasn't all for naught. There were some cool things yeah, you got to see yeah. too. So it's not that bad. You loved going around in a big fucking circle. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> That's what I said to you literally. I was like, hey, Ricky. Go fast. We're just left. going fast and turn left. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, it's, it is very beautiful out there. I suggest anybody go out there just to have a hike or something on one of the trails or even just driving out there was awesome. They have places to ride bikes, yeah, like rentals. So that was awesome. Oh yeah, that's something we should definitely do one of mm-hmm. these days. Rent a bike or buy some electric electric bikes and go to town on that ourselves. But but yeah, back to the whole church thing. I'm very <laughs> let down by this. Yeah. I mean, there's literally houses on each side of this thing. <laughs> right across the street, there's houses. There's You're a, in the burbs. <laughs> there's the village center, township center thing right on the corner of that street, which is not very far, hmm. and 
I just look at it and I'm like, how in the world is this associated with Helltown? And why are people making it out to be a satanic cult place? I mean, it's one of those things. Are people that bored? They want to make up some shit about this area? Well, how about the fact that whoever made up this bullshit done a fucking great job because everybody's been believing this for decades? I guess so, man. Decades. It's like that crybaby bridge thing. It's all bullshit. Everybody knows it now. <laughs> but yet, De- they still have these stories. So they do. I guess it's a way for guys to take their dates out in high school, <laughs> get them all freaked out. Don't worry, baby. I'll protect you. Like the whore barn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The barn had all kinds of graffiti dicks and <laughs> porn references and... Because that's where they're going on a Friday night. Six, six, six. Spray painting it all over the Stupid. Yeah, I don't. This place is not scary whatsoever. No. The, the I would suggest going there to check out the area. Not necessarily for Helltown reasons, but I will say the Boston um, Cemetery, which is interesting, giving the place's nickname Helltown, Main Street. Is a very short strip. Mm. It's houses on both sides. It's a residential area. But at the dead end of Main Street is the town cemetery. The dead end of Main Street is a cemetery. Are you hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's really cool because there are some really old, old, old grave sites there. It's unbelievable. I believe uh, this one in particular that we found. I was just going to say, I bet you were going to mention it. It was a lady that had was born and died on the same day, December 17th. I think she was born in like 1796. Yep. yep. I mean, <laughs> 20 plus just... years after we became a nation, she was born and then died in like 18... 18- 60 something, something yeah. I think. I don't know. But that's it's the first old. time I've ever, ever seen a headstone that where somebody actually was born and died on their same birthday. I yeah. mean, died born and died on birthday. I mean, maybe it was a really awesome celebration. Uh, <laughs> it got out of hand. I don't know. I've never seen that. Yeah. But um yeah. I think a conspiracy um, voice inside of me wants to ask questions about why people were removed from their houses because the area was not not a big area whatsoever. We're talking like, uh, I mean, there's thousands of acres out mm-hmm. there, and from what roads we saw that were you know shut down, which to my knowledge was only that Stanford Road that right. was blocked off and was run down, mm-hmm. but I think that. Maybe they should have went the route of let the residents stay, but don't allow any further development of that community. That's what would make sense. But they just gave them the ultimatum. They just came in and said, there wasn't an ultimatum at all. It's get the fuck out. That's the ultimatum. It's get get out. (laughs) You don't get to stay. I mean, it was literally like they, they were deciding the fact that they wanted to complete this and make this like a fully functional national park, like Yosemite or, uh, Yellowstone or something to that extent. Yeah. You know, that was the idea that, you know, this is a national recreational area. And then you have a, you know, a park superintendent. I'll mention his name, William Birdsell. He was a prick. Um, <laughs> that guy actually died at his desk and, and, and towards the end. 
of his life where he needed to because this guy made all the arrangements to come in and get everybody the hell out of their houses and did it in the worst possible way and just would claim, well, this is just, you know, this is a national of uh, security and we have to do this in the park's best interest. And he literally, like you said, gave him like, we'll sell, you know, sell us your land and, but you have to leave. Yeah. But for why? Well, we need to preserve the park. There's 30,000 acres on this land. What the fuck is a, a couple acres going to do? Yeah. That's right. Cause one of the guys who was the president of the home uh, association was like, they want to turn my house into a visitor center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, why? I pay taxes. I'm I'm regular, hardworking class American. And you want to take my house off my land so we can add a little more recreation stuff. Yeah, it's 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 a travesty. It's really tragic, though. I mean, that the government can do that. And they did pass something about maybe 10 years ago where they enabled eminent domain as an option for the government to use. Right. Along with like the it was a. I think it was when they reamped the um, Patriot Act, they kind of tacked that onto it. But they can they can do that, and if you own the land, you never really own it because one, you still have to pay taxes on it. So even if it's paid off, you're still paying money on it. Yep. Regardless, yep. forever and ever. Yep. And apparently, at any point, they can just be like, Get "The fuck off that property! It's ours. You no longer live here." It's, I don't know. It's just beyond. And, so that and, is tragic in the way it happened and stuff. So I can understand their all that attention and all the unanswered questions, really, of why that was happening. Because a logical person like ourselves right. would sit there and be like, well, we just stated. Just stop the development of the community. Let the people who have houses there have houses there. Right. So and they took them to, and they took them to court and they won, but it was too late. It was like five years too late. They had already had decrepit houses. Yeah. They used a lot of the houses there for training for firefighters. Right. They'd set the house on fire. Government's like, yep, we, we definitely see that this was a violation. And you know what? We're going to reverse this and you guys can go back. And then obviously the townspeople are like, go back to what? Mm-hmm. And one night they burned 30 acres and three townships. Yeah. You can't go back to that. Here's something very interesting. So the whole the whole place was kicked out a long time ago. We're talking like a few decades ago. If you go to Google and you take your little person and drop it on the road of Stanford Road, right where it starts to uh, go up the hill and down, it supposedly just trickles off into trail after that, even though there's still road there. It's just such bad road. But if you look on there, there's a little driveway um, and it's to the north of the street. And if you look on the personal view on Google Maps, you'll see a house like a two-story house, and there's a couple cars there. I'll show the picture of it right up here. But there's a man walking toward the Google car, and it looks like he's not too happy about the Google <laughs> car being in front of his house. Okay. Get on my damn lawn! Which this wasn't very long ago. It couldn't have been that long ago. But when Paul and I decided to go out there, there was no house. It was gone. And there was plenty of plants and vegetation that had grown in its place there's no evidence that there was even a house there maybe chalk it up to google maps sucks ron maybe i should stick with apple maps now i'm pretty sure (laughs) i'm pretty sure there was a ford fucking ranger in that dude's driving driveway too so we must investigate i don't know what our dog is barking about 
probably messing with the cat. I don't know. I don't know maybe if you guys can hear that. Maybe or not, she's messing with Sasquatch. It's annoying me. Maybe Sasquatch <laughs> followed us home. Yeah. We'll take another break. Uh, we'll wrap up Helltown and get into our three shots. We'll be right back. See you. And welcome, welcome back. back. Um, we hope that this uh, this episode wasn't too uh, weird for you. Um, des- definitely not our usual approach to these kind of... Ah, I can't even talk. It's not our <laughs> usual approach to these kind of topics, but uh, yeah. We Tried just something went, different. We had our first-hand experience at this stuff, so... Yeah. Um, Try something new. The Rooster Travels video will probably be out uh, a week or so after this comes out. So I'm hoping anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, it will be out. Uh, <laughs> Rooster Travels videos is basically us doing some travel vlog type stuff where we go check out some of these interesting locations or just out doing whatever we do. But now it is time for us to dive into our three shots of funny. Do it. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> All right. So you want to I'll say to that. So today's theme this is a uh, three cats at funny. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> three meows. The title of this one's called Meow 2. I got my PlayStation. I got it. I'm so excited. This cat. This cat is upset because you have a grown man acting like this over a PlayStation. He's like, get a fucking job, you asshole. I'm going for the juggler. That cat's like, you're excited about PlayStation. I haven't had my fancy feast in three weeks. <laughs> no, wait, wait. It's just because of the fact that, that you stupid mother bought you that PlayStation. I can't eat fancy feast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this next one called Meow. Meow one. The new president of 2017, you guys. This is oh, so cute. I wrote her in today because I'm telling you, she's a better person. <laughs> 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 okay. So. Nice pussy. Nice pussy. At the part where he opens the door. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now, but I'm going to insert it here because I will have this figured out by the time I edit this. But there is some movie where he's getting attacked by something and he's hanging on the front and he just opens the door and starts banging the door against the thing trying to get it off his junk. And that's what that reminded me of. It just made it so much funnier. Such a Let's watch it one more time. The new president of 2017, you guys. This is Shiba. Shiba. I brought her in today because I'm telling you she's a better person. <laughs> He's <laughs> trying to sell me on the black market. <laughs> uh, I think she wouldn't want to be touched. Cats can be assholes for sure. 
This one's meow three. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That poor dog. <laughs> she just lets the dog go and runs away. <laughs> you call yourself a pet lover. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> the leash is around your dog's throat and you are helicoptering this fucker around. I get it. You're in a panic. You don't know what else to do. But you let him go and ran away. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Poor That's- dog. So messed up. I don't even feel. I don't feel as no. much as bad for this dog in this happening. I feel worse <laughs> for the dog that he has to go home with that owner and be that pet for that owner for the rest of its life. I mean, come on. I feel so bad for that dog. Yep, she should be a saint. I want to speak to your mother and tell her how embarrassed I am of you, <laughs> or how embarrassed she should be of you. Whew. That's a bad day. <laughs> All right. This one's a bonus just because I had to throw it in here. It wasn't quite our three shots type deal, but okay. it still made me laugh. What the fuck did I just watch? What the fuck was that? This is why I love the internet. I love the internet too. <laughs> what the fuck did I watch? I was waiting for the scat man to come in as well. I know, right? Skipping up, booping up. He's going to be there in the background scatting. That guy's singing the high notes. The cat's just oh, nodding his head. It's so great. God bless the internet is right. That is just a random part of the like, techno-esque song. I watched the full video of this actual song and it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> I think I just became a little dumber. <laughs> I just love that, though. I could play that little song of that guy just screaming, ah, the cat. And it's just ah! hilarious. I love it so much. <laughs> cat vibing to, ah! <laughs> hey, did you hear that new song? It's called Cat Vibing to, ah! Oh, man. Wow. Today's been what an day. adventure. It's been an adventure. We did our Rooster Travels video um, right before we came in and shot this because we wanted to see the place for ourselves before we actually did the episode. And well, we went out at 8 o'clock this morning. I think we got back here around 1.30, I think, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. It's a long day. Long day. <laughs> and this is done on our weekend. <laughs> well, yeah. We love doing this. We want to continue doing this. Uh, we really need your support. If you Please. want to help us out in anything, just tell your friends and family. Spread the word. We love you guys. Go pick up some merch from our merch store. 
thunderrooster.com. Just it's under support, and you can find our merch store on there. Um, once we get that ball rolling, more merch orders coming in and stuff, we're going to start looking into having our own merch made ourselves. So we'll have here and we will ship it to you directly. Yes. But we need the ball rolling on a little faster. And once buy I buy some shit, once that goat's going, <laughs> buy some shit. Yeah. Buy some shit. But, uh, yeah. Uh, next week we'll be back. Um, it's going to be interesting for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm going on vacation pretty soon. I'll be uh, I'll be filming that whole thing. I don't know if it'll make it to Rooster Travels or what, but uh, I love going out to the desert, and it's time. I haven't been in a couple of years. He's gonna roast in the desert. I'm gonna it's time. I'm gonna come back really red. <laughs> My Irish and Cherokee is gonna come out really hard. I'm going to be really red when I get back, and then I'm going to be solid brown for the rest of the year. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for checking thanks, us guys. out. Um, Appreciate love this. Love to have you back again next week, next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, thank you again thanks, for checking guys. us out. Um, <laughs> we appreciate your support. Yes. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We really need the help with that. We're getting closer and closer to 100 subscribers. Uh, just hit that subscribe button. Keep checking out our videos. Like, comment on them. Tell us how big of dorks we are. <laughs> we can take it. Tell us what you might want us to talk about next. Yeah. Um, we might actually do something. We would like, you know, to have some kind of tier on a Patreon type thing or something to where, you know, you hit a certain tier or whatever. You can yeah. actually give us topics to talk about. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Anyways. Come back next Tuesday. We'll have another awesome episode for you. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. All right. You guys have a good one. Peace. Oh, don't you?